official site fashion first we want to thank you and say we appreciate you for listening to our podcast prepare yourself for a high level conversation authentic and full of insight from young creatives and entrepreneurs be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and follow us on all social media platforms at official site fashion let's dive into it it's your boy Zay, and we back with another podcast, Official Site Fashion, where we talk fashion, financial literacy, and mindset, and you know who I'm with again. What's up, guys? It's your boy Zion tapping in with yet another episode of Official Site Fashion. And we got some new faces, as you can see. We got my boy Hassan, which is now our new co-host. Yes, sir. A regular. <laughs> yeah, a regular for so for so. And then you know, on Fisher Site Fast, we talk about fashion, financial literacy, and mindset mm-hmm. through the lenses of young creators and entrepreneurs. And today we ran to you yet another young creative and entrepreneur. We got my boy Omori Pringle. He's a renowned barber around town. He's a award winning barber. He has his own barber class and he offers a variety of quality barbering ser- services here in Columbia, South Carolina. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. Trying to maintain. How y'all doing? He's doing great, great man. Doing we want to thank you for being on our platform. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, man. Most definitely, bro. So we brought more on to talk about like barbering as like a of uh, the entrepreneurial aspect of it. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the barber is like an icon in a black culture. Like every every man mm-hmm. got their barber. Like you want to have a trustworthy a barber, someone right. you can trust right. that cuts your hair. Oh yeah. So so we want to talk about that. So first, let me start like this. So if I asked a young a young Pringle what he wanted to be, what would he have told me? Uh, you asked a young Pringle what he wanted to be, he probably would have said a a dancer. A dancer, a dancer. Background. You feel me? The pop line. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. That was my past before I became a barber. That's the crazy thing. That's real. Mm-hmm. So what you was like into like the crunk era? I was into like that. crunk, jerk, pop lock, the whole nine. That was the way. Yeah. Right there, for sure. I, I was watching all the videos and that stuff on yeah. YouTube. I used to wish I could do it. Dude, you were going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was it. That was it. Right there. <laughs> All right, so like, how did you transition from uh, first wanting to dance into barbering? What inspired you? Like, what what was your influence? Um, my influence for barbering or dancing? First dancing. Let's start at the beginning. Dancing, Michael Jackson. I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, Michael Jackson and Chris Brown. Chris. Oh, yeah. So, how could you not like those yeah, two yeah. in that era? They're both legendary. So, um, I just took what I learned from both, and I was real interested. And I was real passionate about it so I took it serious and I I got pretty good I guess that was I was I was known for that most definitely yeah I mean so how long have you been barbering I've been barbering for about 10 11 years um I've been licensed for about nine, ten years. Damn, so you've been yeah. for a decade. Yeah, so, OG. So, you had to tell or just give like advice to any young person starting out in barbering life. So what would you tell them? Because ten years is a long time, bro. I would say stay consistent mm-hmm. because uh, as a young barber, you gonna have people not want to sit in your chair. You gonna have people not want to give you a chance. Um, 
they're not gonna give you a chance to really prove yourself. So what I would say is stay confident, stay consistent. Wow. Even if they tell you no, do it anyway. You mm -hmm. know. So would you say like bartering is more so like your purpose now? Definitely my purpose because I'm what I did was I brought I feel like I brought entertainment to barbering. Okay. Ooh, let's I like that. So you gotta um gotta change with the game, you know what's going on in the yeah. world with you know the culture. I brought a lot of culture to barbering with the videos and the swag, you know, like you gotta you gotta make people wanna talk about you. Like you gotta mm -hmm. separate yourself from other barbers. What's gonna make clientele select you and everybody's doing the same thing? A million barbers they cut hair. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's going to make them want to select you as a barber? Definitely. I think you call that modern barbering. Modern day barbering. So that's what make you an individual in this game. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So it's like, is that something that kind of inspires you to take barbering seriously when you figure it out? Yeah. Like, oh, I could, I could kind of step outside the box. And yeah, because it's, it's something you can be yourself in. Mm -hmm. You don't got to, you know, you in complete control of what you do, how much you make, how you do it. You're your own boss. Everybody want to be their own boss, exactly. you know. So, at the end of the day, is is it's amazing how creative you can be in this in this in this industry. I, I treat it like the rap game, you know. Yeah. Rap game, you got different different artists in the industry. You got your Trippy Reds, your Little Babies, <laughs> Don Tolliver's. Everybody's yeah. doing the same thing, but what's gonna make you want to listen to it? Yeah. That's what I think about it in the barbering game. Same thing. You sign to a brand. Signed to a label. I'm actually signed to the G Spot. It's a big label in uh, in Columbia, South Carolina. What's that? Um, the CEO is like, I'm gonna use quality control. It's like P. Yeah. You got P, quality control, and a whole bunch of artists. Same thing with the barbering brand. I'm signed with. So basically, I'm trying to be the little baby. Exactly. Uh, you feel me? I'm trying to be the little baby of the, uh, of the brand I'm with. So be the face of the brand. That's what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to stand out. What kind of benefits do you get from being a part of a brand or being signed up? Uh, it's a uh, you get a lot of recommendations. I mean, a lot of how can I put this? Publicity. Publicity. Yeah. Right. Because him being his name is Boss. Basically, okay. him being the CEO of the G Spot, he knows a lot of people. He's connected with a lot of people. He network with a lot of people. Yeah. So if I do my part, he's going to induce me, and that's my opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's all about putting the next man on. As long as you're productive and you consistent with what you do. Okay. So definitely yeah, talk about putting the next man on. Like, do you have your license as an able like to train like just other barbers? Or an instructor's like, license, yeah. Okay. So so that's what I'm, I'm trying to make it interesting again because a lot of people they think about. This barbering is okay. I cut hair, make money, I go home. Mm -hmm. It's it's not that way no more. It's, it's way bigger than that. You can you can do a lot. You can add the culture. You can add a lot of a lot of things, trends going on in the world to to barbering. Mm -hmm. And that's how you going you catch the attention of people like that. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, yeah, they they gonna wanna. I don't want to curse, but I mean they yeah, gonna. Curse, no, curse, okay, well yeah, they gonna want to fuck with you or just off the fact that you're doing different stuff, you know? Like yeah. you got to catch people's attention. Most definitely. So you talk about like the trends and like the, the culture of barbering. Mm -hmm. So I want to go back to the beginning. What what did it like? What did your first cut in your first environment you were uh, cutting hair in? My, how did it transform into where you at now? Like what did it look like when you first started? My first cut was trash <laughs> I, lie. Yeah. I, I got humbled it was a um 
I was a Caucasian guy. I never had experience with cutting you know, white hair. Yeah, black barbers. Yeah. So I took what I learned from barbering school into that haircut. Basically, I was trying to hold a conversation to take his, take his attention off of me, not basically knowing what I was doing. <laughs> and I guess he realized I was taking too long on his head, and he uh, turned around and was like, oh, no, nah, they're saying it. That's exactly <laughs> what he said. He let my ass have it. You know, he let me have it. In front of a, a Friday crowd. You know how the barbershop is. Yeah, Friday, damn. Friday crowd. Embarrassed me, man. I got on my bike and I rolled home, bro. But, like, because uh, when you say this, that, like, uh, my brother, you know, because he a barber, and he mm. always told me that Caucasian people here, it's a different type of grain, so you got to take mm. your time. So when you, like, just, like, agree on that, you know, because you got to take the time on my yeah. like, Caucasian hair, because it's a different grain than other it's, folks. It's way different, but something I had to accept and learn is way easier to cut once you learn how to cut hair. Yeah. Because their hair, they come, it comes straight off. Yeah. It takes less time. It's easier to cut. You just got to get comfortable enough to to try it. Right. It took me a while. It probably took me about two, three years to actually master it. But, I mean, those are the people. I mean, they're going to they gonna support you just like your people will support you as long okay. as you do them right. True. So. As long as they see you, you know, trying to do something mm-hmm. for yourself. It, and you don't never want to limit your money, you know. Like you don't want to turn around, a turn away clientele because you don't cut straight hairs. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're gonna pay. Oh yeah, they're gonna pay. Most that's, definitely. That's a big economic gym. Mm-hmm. You broaden your horizons. Yeah. yeah so speaking speaking of clientele, like based on the percentage of like your customer base, how many are like return customers, and how many new people do you get? I probably get about five to six people. New people every week. Mm-hmm. I got a, a pretty strong returning clientele base. Um, I just try to make that first cut the best cut that you ever gonna get to lock you in. Ooh, like so that. you know, like I'm a, I'm gonna show you that it's it's a lot. You gonna get a lot more than a haircut just being in my chair. Okay. You gonna get a conversation. You gonna get a good laugh. I can learn from you. You can learn from me. You might get a drink. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I'm going to try to give you a different experience that you wouldn't get anywhere else in the barbershop to secure you as a client. And it's going to, con- it's going to be a continuous thing. And you're not going to want to go anywhere else because you're not going to settle for less. Like I said, I'm trying to be the little baby of the barber industry. So I'm trying like to... experience out here. Mm-hmm. Experience is it's my experience. experience. Good note, sell it, sell. I heard mm-hmm. like that. I mean, that can go across all platforms. You know, yeah. So a good finalized product like mm-hmm. that's concrete you know people gonna want to come back for it I feel. that's the way that's yeah sure. that's what anything man. shoes clothes supply supply that's what they so, say most definitely so like do you credit of your growing client base and like your loyal client base uh to social media marketing because like when you started a decade ago a decade mm-hmm. ago social media isn't what it is now mm-hmm. so like uh do you how much do you credit social media in like your brand building? I credit social media probably about fifty percent because I do a lot of videos, I do a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, I might tag you, might use hashtags. Like these are ideas that I I've gotten from somebody else yeah. or I've seen somebody of uh, the caliber of I'm trying to reach. They're doing the type of things that I want to do, so I'm gonna do the type of things that they're doing. So. 
Social media, it plays a big part in, uh, in barbering success because you have to advertise. Right. People are not going to sit in your chair unless they know what you can do, unless mm-hmm. they just feel like taking that chance. Yeah, and, uh, that is him. Go ahead. And uh, you just finished like a fashion show, like not, like, you know, like not, like too long ago, right? Mm-hmm. So did that help you get like your name out there? Because I see that only certain barbers only do fashion shows. Like, yeah. like you pit. So now you've been in the game for a decade mm-hmm. and you in that fashion show. Like how was that experience? Like, tell us that. That was a great experience, man. <laughs> Shout out to Carolina. Carolina Classics, man. Shout out to them. It was a great experience. Um, I met some new barbers. I saw some new faces. I got to advertise my work in a way I probably haven't done in years. Because mm-hmm. I haven't done a competition since I was in, like, high school. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. So, um, unfortunately, it wasn't a result that I wanted. I'm going to get into that a little later, too. But, <laughs> yeah. um... A lot of people saw what I could do, and they they respected it. You know, like they wanted my Instagram. They wanted to know where I worked, what the G spot was. They wanted to know a whole lot. So I I didn't come out with the win, but I got a lot of exposure and clientele off of okay. it. Okay, I mean that's dope, man. Cause you got something. I got I definitely got something. <laughs> yeah. Man. What I'm hearing is like it's a lot of trial and error, but you you mm. are aware enough to take the lessons from all of those yeah. uh, so called failures. Yeah, I'm I'm the type. Oh, you can go my fault, bro. Oh, I was, well, I was finna ask, like, going back to that embarrassing moment when mm-hmm. it kind of lets you have it. Like, yeah. like what did you, because I know that's something hard to look at in that mm-hmm. moment and be like, man, he's just tripping. I could, you know, take something from this and, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, um, kind of put this negative energy that I'm feeling in a positive direction. It's kind of difficult to do that. But, like, did you do that? And, like, if you did, like, what did you take from it and how did you do it? You know what I'm saying? I told myself I was never going to let that happen to me again because that was probably one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. So that's that was the summer that was the summer I graduated. By the end of that summer, I knew how to cut straight hair or had an idea of how to cut straight hair. And it built my confidence in a way because I learned how to take rejection. I learned how to take criticism, really. And that's something I was never really able to do because I used to run away from all my problems or anything like that. So it built me in a way. It definitely, I, I say that made me into who I am. Because I, I've never had nobody come to me and be like, oh no, I don't like this, I don't like that. Yeah. That was my very first time. And you kind of take it all, or credit it all to that one mm-hmm. moment. That one moment. Yeah, something that I'm learning right now is that uh, you kind of build yourself worth by bouncing back from moments like that when mm. you feel like you're at your lowest. Yeah, um, the competition that I just did, the fashion competition, um, I actually got a video response coming out to that sometime okay. next month. Okay. To show you how how I feel about it, but how I retaliated. Mm. Let me know. I felt like I should have won, so I'm gonna show you how I respond. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just how I am, man. Yeah. That's the way. But I mean, that's what little baby would do. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So you said a few things about like uh, learning how to take criticism mm-hmm. and like being confident as a barber. Like, if you if you had to tell someone like the mentality or the mindset you had to have when starting out in the barbering field, what would you tell them? You you can't get comfortable. You can't think your best work is your best work. Like that's something you if you ever get to that point. You're not gonna be great. You're not gonna mm-hmm. be. I still look at, I still look at my work and be like, I could have done better. You can tell me this is the best haircut you ever had, and my response would be, I could have done better. Not to you, but I say that to myself. Yeah. Cause that's that's the right mentality uh, to have. If you never get comfortable, you're never gonna stop growing. 
It's about holding yourself to the standard. Fundamental rules of being mm-hmm. a producer and a creator. Right, man. That's a good analogy. So I had seen this TikTok, and one dude was saying, I mean, you know, like the guard mm-hmm. is so important when it comes to shading. So my next question is, what's the most important tool to you? As in bringing like that blend to it, because a lot of barbers can't blend mm-hmm. the haircut though. Right. For real. Well, the most important tool to me while cutting hair would have to be. It would have to be the guard, yeah. but for detail work, I use the corner of my blades. Okay. Mm-hmm. Corner of my blades, because I mean, you're not cutting the whole head, you're just getting that one part with the corner. Yeah. So once you, accept, uh, you got to detail, and I learn how to detail, you look at your work differently. What separates me a lot from other barbers, I would say, is my detailing, because what's, what's done to you might not be done to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how I want my work to look. I know what satisfying look like to me, you know? Right. So, I, fu- I fuck with the guard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I fuck with the guard. Sense, but I probably use the blade, corner of the blade. Blade. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I like that. Most definitely. Yeah, but so I also want to talk about, like, you also offer, like, a barbering a barbering class and one-on-one experience. So, like, when did you get to the point in your career where you felt like you could teach somebody or this is something I want to do and share my knowledge? I actually got my uh, my confidence. It, it wasn't really off confidence. I was going to do it because I wasn't confident. But that's part of stepping outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So I was going to do it just, I was going to test myself. I know, I, know, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I know how to talk to a crowd. Why not, you know, give the game? I got people reaching out to me asking, you know, different tips and stuff. Why not put it to something, put it to work? Yeah. So, um... I'll probably say last year is when I got to the point where I was like, oh, I can actually do this. So, okay. That's mm-hmm. another fundamental rule, y'all. Look at the camera. Yeah. Step outside your comfort zone. You got to step outside. As a creative, as a producer. You, you have, have to. You know what you can do. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, man, now, like I see some barbers, man, they stepping out of their comfort zone and they doing facials. Like, they doing, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, like the aesthetics yeah. and, like, the yeah. eyebrows now. So, do you, like, do you have, like, any, like, just certain any certifications with that like do you yeah. have that or that's that's part of being a, a master a licensed master barber yeah. it's the difference between a, a registered barber and a master barber a okay. master barber deals with a lot of chemicals uh hair colors uh bacteria stuff like that uh, the test is way harder but it's way it's, it's worth it right. like you don't ever want to put a limitation on your money because you don't know how to do something or you're okay. refusing to do it i'm the guy if you want a facial you can get a facial black mm-hmm. mask I do a manicure, pedicure if you want a manicure. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like like the whole yeah. Yeah. I'm like, if, if the money's now. there and I'm licensed to do it, I'm going to do it. So, so, that's real. So how that's does being way. a modern day barber affect how much more money you can make as a barber and being a regular barber or a master barber, quote unquote, versus being a regular barber Um, in this modern area? You make a lot more money because I think about the type of things I would want to see if I was a client going to a barber. Okay. Um, let's say you got two barbers. You got one barber that's, you know, old school, barber jacket, <laughs> black pants, you know, some steel toe boots. Cool, you know, cool. <laughs> but then you got another barber that's that's dressing the way you dress, producing crazy content on social media. You're consistently seeing it, and they somebody that you particularly would want to be or idolize <laughs> in a way. True. I'm going to choose the barber who relates to me the most because we'll have more to talk about. 
I can yeah. network with him. He'll network with me. I can learn from him. I might be like, damn, where you get your hat from? Where you get your shoes from? Oh, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. I'm learning different things from somebody that I can relate to rather than a non-modern day barber. Exactly. Put it like that. So, like, why do you why do you think it's so important to be so accessible in that way and kind of be inclusive in that way? Because, like, I know for me, like, the reason why I resonate with that is, like, when I came up, like, I've been going to the same barber uh, back in Atlanta you know, mm-hmm. since I was five years old. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, it was because of that reason, like, I felt like we could we could relate. I could have went go say any any other barber chair in that shop, but I told him every time. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't I don't know really where that came from, and I don't know if he did that on purpose or you know that's just the person I chose. But like, mm-hmm. why you feel like you should you know kind of pronounce that? Yeah. Um, that's a good ass question. I didn't even <laughs> think about that one. Um. It's just so many layers to it, you know. It's what like saying? the loyalty it's so many you have to your you can touch, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? Being the person that you are, and so like I don't know if that's important to you, or like if it's anything else that's important aside from that. It's important. Um, I'm all for loyalty, but you got to understand like the barber game is changes. There's different stuff to. They produce different stuff in the barber industry now that'll make your haircut go from a ten to a twenty. Mm. They got enhancements now. They got different products that uh, make it pop. So, I mean, you might be used to something, but you're going to be used to it because you haven't experienced something else. So, I'm, I'm going to give you that different experience. I'm going I'm to use my enhancements. I'm going to use my razor. I'm going to give you the facial massage, the steam towels, the whole thing. Like, it's going to be a different experience. And you, you, I feel like you settle with things because you're not used to other things. Yeah. I put it like that. So once you experience better, you don't you don't want to go backwards. But I'm all for loyalty. If you go, I'm all for that. Do you feel like your um? Do you um feel like your personality or just who you are as a person mm-hmm. kind of coincides with that um with that innovation that you kind of bring to barbering and, and yeah. the technical experience? Yeah, I mean, I pl- it plays a big part because I got people who come to me for more than just a haircut. I got some people who look at me as a a friend, a therapist. Um, some people come to me for uh, fashion advice. Like, in order to be a successful barber, you have to do more than just cut hair. Definitely. You gotta provide. You gotta provide way more than just cutting hair. Like, yeah, is is bigger than that. And that's what I was getting at, cause mm-hmm. that's exactly why I was going to my barber mm-hmm. probably like fifteen years. Ago, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause he provided more than just a barbering experience. He right. provided advice. He provided good laughs, like mm-hmm. you were saying, toys sometimes when yeah. I was a kid. You know, so there's all that stuff that go into it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a real relationship. That's the way. Like yeah. You, yeah, you got to build that. That's, that's you got Especially in our community. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. So let me touch on this. Mm-hmm. Let's touch on self-employment. So, man, you self-employed yeah. and you make your own schedule. Man, mm-hmm. there's pros and cons. Even <laughs> missing business with pleasure. So, yeah. So let's touch on it, man. Tell us like the pros and cons and not mixing business with pleasure. Like, tell us. Um, it's it's tough. Oh yeah. Because I mean, you got the kids yeah. and you got the mamas. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. And then you got the female clients and everything. I mean, it's it's tough. You gotta you gotta be able to separate business from pleasure. 
Eighty percent of the time. Eighty percent of the time. <laughs> Not all the time, cause I mean we are human. Yeah. I mean, as a barber, you gonna meet a lot of people, bro. A lot of people come through that barber shop. Sure. A lot of people. You gonna see some skinny ones, some thick yeah. ones, white, black. You know, you gonna see them all. And I mean, as a man, you still a man. You feel yeah. me? You you can't just you I, you can keep it professional, but. You gotta be a man at the yeah, end of the day, yeah. you know? I put it like Damn, that. So I, I had my moments of, you know, uh, yeah. I do house calls. Hey, I put it like that. Because he just triggered, like, you know, like a whole thought, like, turn your lust into gifts. So, yeah, like, man. that, I mean, so that, like, just being said, like, you know, so what I'm saying is that as a man, bro, we all gonna fall under the temptation, you understand? Mm-hmm. But I had heard that Prince Darnell say, you gotta keep yourself busy at all times, though, you feel me? Or, yeah. you, you're human at all times. Yeah, human, human at all times, too. Human, so, man. That's what really, you know, like, just, I mean, like, just really triggered, like, turn your lust into gifts, man. So, I mean, yeah. that's something that yeah. you know, like, you're doing. Because you in the shop all day. Instead of going out looking for them, they coming in there. Yeah. Everybody gonna need a haircut, you know? Mm-hmm. Everybody want their son to be the sharpest. Then you got... You know, the females who want somebody who's going to be real particular about their hair, you know. Mm. A lot of people come through there, man. You, you're human. Yeah. I have my days. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah, we all do, though. So, like, I, I, I had a question. <laughs> yeah. So, like, being a master barber, mm. when you see something like this, yeah. do you, like, cringe a little bit? Like, oh. nah, but something, <laughs> something that happened was once I became a barber, I don't know why, but the first thing I look at is people haircuts. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's instant. That's why I ask because I know so many other mm-hmm. people who say that. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not something that you mean to do. Like I used to look at people just, hey, how you doing, bro? But now I'm like, I can do something with that. Mm-hmm. I can do this. I can do that. You feel me? It's just natural. Mm-hmm. But I don't cringe because I mean, shit. I ain't got no cut right now neither, you feel me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the big yeah. human, like you said. Yeah. You be looking at my stuff all kind of sideways. Uh, like, hey. But it's, it's art at the end of the day. That's yeah. the way I see it, bro. Yeah, Barbering hair so. is art, bro. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's it's who you are. It's going to it's gonna make you who you are at the end of the day. That's the way I see it. Yeah. So if you could describe the experience you want someone to have when they get a haircut with you, how would you describe it? I want you to get out of my chair. When you get out of my chair... And you in the parking lot, get on Snapchat. <laughs> get on Facebook. I don't I don't feel comfortable if if that's not what you do. Mm-hmm. I want you to get on, I want you to be all of that. I want you to feel like this is the best haircut experience you ever had. You might not even need a haircut, but you wanna come back in a couple of days. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Yeah. That's what I want. It's not gonna be no it's not gonna be no boring experience ever. I don't care if I'm having the worst day in the world. It's gonna be the best day for you. You yeah, feel sure. me? I, that's how I care about the people, man. The people who feed me. This is the only. I've never had another job. I was gonna ask you that. Like, did you just start out self-employed, or you, mm-hmm. did you have any other job? I, I never worked another job. Wow. That's how you know it's meant for you. Yeah. That that's it's it's God, man. It's saying. meant for me. This I have the opportunity to bring my creativity to do something I love. That's the way I put it. Uh, I got a couple of videos. Um. I'm dancing in the videos. I'm making people laugh in the videos. I'm bringing a lot of personality to my videos. And I can make money off that. You know, like, this is my content. This is what I do. I'm having fun. Like, 
I'm in complete control. I'm the director. You feel me? So <laughs> that's the beauty of it, man. I said it every day. My life is a movie. It, it is <laughs> a movie, I'm, I'm bro. I'm the director. Yes. You do it the way you want to do it, man. It's 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 fun. Like I wake up every day. Like it's not a day I wake up and be like, I don't want to cut hair. I love being with my family, love being at home and stuff, but I'd be like, I got to go to the shop. I, something, yeah. something has to happen today. I'm going to get a good laugh, I'm going to learn something, or I'm going to make somebody date in the barbershop. And it doesn't feel like work, I bet. It's not work. This is not work. I'm going to the barbershop when I leave here. <laughs> it's yeah, not most work. definitely, yeah, most definitely. Sure. I got so, a couple of things. It's like mm-hmm. just an abstract idea. Yeah. You should hire a hype man so yeah. every time they get up from the go, <laughs> 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 It was crazy. I actually had a dude like, like on my son. He almost cried. It was about two weeks ago. He said it's the best cut I ever had, bro. And almost cried. I'm like, bro, don't cry. Yeah. Just come back, please. Don't cry, bro. (laughs) But I take pride in it, man. Like I'm, I'm never satisfied, but I know when enough is enough. Mm, sure. So I put it like that, man. I'm gonna give you the best cut possible, man. Yeah. The second thing I wanted to say was, like, how do you feel about um, women coming into the barbering space? Um, cause, cause I got a homegirl I know mm. clam, and like you know what I'm saying, she trying to make a name for herself, probably just like you are. You know what, mm. what I'm saying? So like, how you feel um, about that? And like, if you could give any advice to women coming into the game, that maybe would be different from a man. Women are actually way more powerful than men in the barber industry because they can use their sexuality, not all the way, mm-hmm. but I mean, who you know is not going to go to a talented, pretty barber? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like who you like, especially if you getting me right and I get a a good glimpse of you. Come on, man. Yeah. Women, women are definitely powerful in the barber industry if they do it the correct way. Most definitely, and women, man, they're like more like emotionally involved in men you know mm-hmm. we all got a homegirl and we can call and talk to like hey look man yeah see what happened yeah, yeah. That's a good point bro and that's why i was getting that as a barber is your your therapist too like yeah. Yeah. you might want advice about your girl if you and your barber got that type of connection you can talk to her yeah. you can go to her she can tell you from a female standpoint you can talk from a man's standpoint Man, ain't nothing like barbers, barbershop conversations. Yeah, I was yeah. just finna say that. Like, nothing like it, bro. on the barbershop conversations mm-hmm. is just like yeah. kind of poke yeah. holes and everything, but it'll make it so much more interesting. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you, you're going to learn. You go to a barbershop that's, that's a real barbershop, you're going to learn something every time. Oh, yeah. How every important do you feel the barbershop is in black culture? 100%. I've learned... I probably say eighty five percent of what I learned in my life I learned in the barbershop because yeah. I've been in the barbershop that long. Mm-hmm. I learned how to drive. I learned about women. I learned about money. I learned about taxes. I learned about politics. I knew none of this coming out of high school. Ooh, none of this. Mm-hmm. But I, I I learned about Christopher Columbus. Yeah, everything so, that I need need to learn about real life, I learned in the barbershop, bro. So. The like barbershop is very important, man. You learn so much in there. Like, the barbershop might take your day from the worst to the best. Yeah, you're yeah. going to get a good laugh. You're like, going to get a good laugh. Because, you know, they got to in the barbershop. I'm going to stop my cut because I left. <laughs> like, bro, yeah. hold up. You know, you got them people that come through there, uh, might dance or sing, <laughs> hustle man. Yeah. You know, barbershop is like, it's, it's in the black community, it's big, man. It's real big. And to be a part of it, be a real entrepreneur in it, it's, it's amazing. That's what's 
it's Most amazing. Definitely. So, something I want to say to the people is I have to encourage literacy and reading and writing because if y'all niggas don't have no powerful <laughs> words to say in these goddamn barbershops and these kids coming to <laughs> you, like, ain't doing shit really but cutting somebody hell, man. Like, this yeah. a whole life changing profession, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You can't take this lightly. So get your literacy skills up so you know how to articulate yourself mm-hmm. when you're trying to, you know, direct these kids in the right direction when they come and sit in your chair. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, that leads to what I wanted to say next. Like, having the right role models in the barbershop. And like uh, I seen on your page, you had a post with uh, Malcolm X on it. Yeah, yeah. So I want to speak on like, as a black man, who do you feel like some of the role models children should be should be learning about these days or be looking up looking up to? That's a good question. Um, looking up to Kevin Samuels. But um, it would probably be the the positive role models in the world, uh, the LeBrons, the J. Coles, the people that's popularly known but set a good example. Like you, yeah. you don't find no dirt on J. Cole, no no dirt on LeBron. You know, like people like that, man. Um. Old heads, a lot of old heads. OGs. I talk to a lot of OGs. A lot of OGs talk to me. The things I get from them, I turn, I tell to the younger generations because they done been through it all. So I mean, they ain't gonna steer you in the wrong direction. Right. So yeah, I learned that to listen to the older people because they done been through all the things they tell me. When you tap in with the old person, just be quiet and listen and soak yeah. it up because they gonna give you the game subconsciously. Soak, soak the game, bro. That's the way. Yeah, like a lot of the older people I was listening to and probably y'all can attest to too is like mm-hmm. was in the barbershop. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that, that, you know, it just come full circle like that, I feel like. You gonna get you gonna get what you need to out of the barbershop, man. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. I never knew the advantages the barbershop had until I started working in the barbershop. Mm. And I had a couple, I had a I had actually an OG tell me like he told me I was he he passed away. Yeah. He told me I was special. He told me I was in the barber game for a reason. So that was kind of my drive about um by doing what I do, him and my brother. My brother passed away too. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, that's that's my why. My brother's my why. You know, the OGs, you know, like, if you got some type of faith in me and you believe in me, I got no choice but to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And they so, definitely living through you, man. Yeah. Like, I can hear their word coming through. Like, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, every day, bro. Every day. Especially my brother. Especially mm-hmm. my brother. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. You really making a proper use of your influence. Like, when you look at you, it's a good role model that uh, yeah. you can yeah. look up to and be inspired by. Like, yeah. it's important making proper use of your influence. That's what we trying to do. Mm-hmm. That's what we encourage every every other creator or productive person to do is make proper use of their influence. Because I learned, like, you never know who might be looking up, looking at bro. you, who might be coming to you to get a good day, coming to you to get a good word. So I preach that all the time, man. Especially, like, when people be down around me, I'm like, man, pick your head up. You might be, somebody might feed off of your energy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you you never know, man. You might make somebody or break somebody. Yeah. So that's a good point you made, bro. Sure. So, y'all got anything else? Man, I got one more question. So, when you started off, mm-hmm. did you have to work seven days a week? I was working six days a week okay. when I started off. Uh, Sundays, I would just come in, but it wouldn't be as productive as Tuesday through Saturday. Right. Yeah. Um, but I say, don't spend all your time in the barbershop, man. You got a personal life, too. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, make your money, make time for your clientele, and make time for your family and friends, too, and for you. Like, your mental health is important, especially being around 
a bunch of energies all day. Yeah. A bunch of energies, man. You got to maintain your position, but take time for yourself. You have to take time for yourself. What's one of your most favorite self-care? You know, because some of them got the manicures or like the haircuts. So, what, you know, because you are a good health. Like, yeah. You know, because I know me, like, my favorite self-care is a haircut. So, mm-hmm. what's your, like, favorite self-care? It'd probably be a... Uh, I like the facials, man. Like you, you feel, you actually feel the glow yeah. and you see the glow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can't be too. Don't make you feel like you, you're not masculine because you're getting a facial or something yeah. like that. Because I know some people take that route. Man, you got to take care of your skin, bro. Exactly. This is like, this is art. Black people, we art, bro. Man, these men, these dudes don't realize, man. Women like a soft face. They man. love it, bro. Love. They love it. They got pimples and all this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, man. Take, don't get no girlfriend like take care of yourself, man. <laughs> yeah, man, definitely, bro. So, uh, official site fashion, man. Fashion, financial literacy, and mindset through the lenses of young creators and entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And we bring to you yet another young creative and entrepreneur, my bro, my bro Pringle. Y'all can come see him at 720 Hazelwood Road here yes, in Columbia, sir. South Carolina. Get you an experience, not just a haircut, the experience. Yeah, you come see my bro. So, uh, you want to shout out your Instagram, um, your number where they can contact you at? My Instagram, I can't get my number out. <laughs> Instagram is uh, Original Pringle. Uh, Facebook, Amore D. Pringle. Uh, Twitter, Pringle713. Um, I think that's it. That's yeah, it. Definitely. I, I, yeah. I, I, I want to shout hey, out. Man, thank you for being on this platform, man, because you made like, a great point. Cause when kids yeah. come to the barbershop, man, they're not just looking for a haircut, man. They're looking at themselves. So, yeah, man, man, just hearing you talk. Man, you, man, you real humble, man. Like, mm. And I can tell, man, you've been in the game for a decade. Yeah. Oh, decade, <laughs> Man, that's a long time, man. So, man, just thank you for being on this podcast. And we hope we can have you for part two, man. Oh, yeah, definitely see me again. I to say, too, I just appreciate you for, you know, being who you are and listening to your soul. Because mm. going off the kids thing, like, these kids need somebody who they can look at. Maybe even if they do got their dad in the house, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's always good to have another black man, you know what I'm saying? You can't have too many black men. Like, yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, I, I love that. Yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. I'll be back again. Oh, yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. fast and always mm-hmm. something new on the way. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Mansa Musa, M A N S A M U Z A. And y'all follow me at, you know, because I'm at Agent 12 with two A's. And y'all follow me on Instagram at Florida Man, F L R D A M A N. Myself for Sight Fashion. Out. family it's your boy zion with official site fashion and i'm tapping in with you guys to ask you guys to please subscribe to the podcast on whatever listening platform that you use to listen to podcasts and could you please give us a five-star rating and review it would be greatly appreciated and it helps us reach more eyes and ears peace